Hey, what's going on, my friends? Dr. Drill making motivation podcasts. Here we go. Wednesday. It's already midweek. God, it seems like I just uh, we just got back from our Michigan vacation. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing about it. It's fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Talking about that, that dichotomy of uh, work and play. Had somebody tell me that uh, today they haven't had a vacation in three, four years. That can't be true. You got to have some sort of, you know, you don't have to go to friggin' Cancun, man. You just, you know, take a little camping trip, take a day trip down the beach. It doesn't have to be something extravagant. We happen to have family in in Michigan that we wanted to and needed to see, and so it happened to be in a beautiful locale. You need that. You need that change of scenery to freshen things up. It could be a local park. It could be a um, a quiet place somewhere in a little Pennsylvania. You got fucking state parks, local parks all over the place. You got creeks. You got rivers. uh, You know, go take a little, have a little picnic lunch with a friend. You got to do it. It make you better. Why? Because we need a change of scenery. We need take a load off. We need a comparison. Something to to feel like you're actually enjoying your life. Like you're squeezing some fun in. Why? Because tomorrow may not come. Gave you some examples of how that's been the case. I'd like to offer a little eulogy, or at least my scenario with a friend of mine just recently passed. His wife uh, sent me an email yesterday and said that uh, this guy has been in the ho- in and out of the hospital and in the hospital for quite some time now. Probably 50 maybe. Maybe early 50s latest. He had leukemia. He the second one of my patients in the past year that died of leukemia. So this poor guy great fucking dude. We used to carry on about everything. You know, politics, religion, flagger force. Talk about flagger force and how they always look so miserable to be out there in the heat. Day like today, holy shit. Flagger force. Drop them off a bottle of water. Talk about how we should try to put some, um, give them a little love, a little spring in their step. Try to be kind to people who were angry, misunderstood. And you'd be out there standing in the fucking sun, you know, with a pair of dungarees on and a road guard vest. With a little walkie-talkie flipping her sign around from stop to go or stop to slow. Whatever the fuck. You'd be pissed off too. You'd be angry at the world. So we would laugh about how fucking miserable they were. And how I try to wave to them to boost their spirits and try to get them to engage, maybe just show some humanity and try to break their trance. Now they're out there doing their work, don't want to interfere with that, but to give them a little bit of love and just to try to trick them into saying, hey, that guy waved to me. He had a smile on his face, or, you know, maybe that annoys him. I don't know. Anyway, we can't be too worried about that, but you got to try to do good. 
So me and my friend Mike, we would talk about these things, and we'd laugh, and he liked, uh, you know, different, he was into music. Um, he was, he liked Weird Al, and I like Weird Al. So we talk about that, maybe someday going to Weird Al concert. We talked about everything else, from family to career to all these things. And I enjoyed seeing him. I enjoyed spending time with this guy. But as the pandemic pressed on, I would say, or it ebbed, as it came to a, an apparent close... I started to say, hey, where's this guy? You know, around my office, I, I know my patients pretty well. So I text message, hey, where you at, man? And, you know, shared that he was in the hospital. And later, his wife was checking his text messages. He wasn't even communicating like that. Shared that he had leukemia. And... In their efforts, medical efforts, trying to... You know, I noticed that he wasn't around. And, uh, his wife shared that in their efforts to try to help him, you know, he didn't respond well to one of the treatments and he hadn't been doing very well for a while and he died. And I'm thinking, what if I told, I told her, you know, she sent a nice message about whatever. I said, listen, what a shit deal. And fairly conservative person, I believe, she agreed, she goes, what a bunch of bullshit, you know, here's a guy who's a good person, he got a lot of scumbags out there walking around, you know, healthy, and they got a chance to live, you know, Mike liked to travel, he liked his cats, he, he loved his wife, he was a, a credit to any organization that he worked for, and he worked in HR for quite a while, just a consummate professional, he got me a one of my first teaching gigs, I did a Dr. Drill appearance at a school that uh, he was working at. He was working for LaSalle at the time, and I came in and did a, tried to hit it out of the park for him. He did a little stay fit while you sit and engage the students, and they seemed to like it. So... It's, it's terrible that somebody would suffer like that. We all know. We look around. You know people. Everybody, each of us is aware of somebody who maybe they died of COVID. Or maybe they've got long COVID. Or maybe they've got some sort of whatever the fuck it is. There's people out there that are suffering. And in the midst of that, it, it kind of breaks our trance of the usual complaining about things like you know, the, the mundane, things that bother you, you know, having to pay bills, having to go to work, uh, people that piss you off, you name it. So, it wakes you the fuck up, it's like smelling salts under your nostrils, saying, whoa, wait a fucking second, what are you sweating the small shit for? whether it's my buddy Mike that just passed or my uncle that we just visited out in Michigan who's not doing very well, got a terrible diagnosis and seem to be doing very well. You know, people suffering and dying 
and you know, not being able to do all the things that they always wanted to do, say all the things that they wanted to say. You know, to be part, to play a role in this life. I mean, that that is to me that's as important as any vacation or good times or goals met or money in the bank. You have to be a participant in this thing called life. I mean, you don't have to. You can rot away. But that's living well to me is like, really just, this is what we got. Yeah, unfortunately, there's bad things that happen. There's good days and bad days. Sometimes it rains. Sometimes it pours. Sometimes it's sunny and beautiful. Isn't the contrast between those things wonderful? Try to make, you know, enjoy the day-to-day. I mean, right now, I'm going home. We've got this fucking HVAC issue. Conked out a couple days ago. And we bought a window unit. We got my buddy who... I'm certain that if I didn't have a connection in the industry, I'd be on a fucking two-week waiting list or something. I got a panting dog at home. A wife and two kids who are probably little pissed off right now, but it's a first world problem, we're going to be okay, you know, we got our health, we have tremendous love between us, we got a roof over our head. So what, it's 90 degrees at night and we got no air conditioning. We could go to family's house, we could go sleep in my office, we could get a hotel room. I don't care what they want to do. Do it. It's not a big deal after some of the things that, that I've been talking about, right? So, unfortunately. So, I'll keep you in my head and my heart, Mike. And anybody else who's out there who's suffering, who's depressed, who is ailing, who needs a a pat on the back or somebody to listen to them, I got your back too. Because that's all we fucking have. As I wrote a little post the other day, it was something about, uh, you know, some inspirational shit. You know, get your head out of your ass find somebody to help. You got a problem, there are people out there with bigger problems. Find somebody else who you can help. And in so doing, you can't help but help yourself. Feels good. People are going to want to help you if you're the type of person who will help them. But if you're a selfish piece of shit, nobody's going to feel bad for you. If it's shifting gears... I've had this experience on Facebook Marketplace. I might have told you about this. I had a guy years ago who wanted me to carve him a Smokey the Bear. Beautiful seven-foot-tall Smokey the Bear. Perfect detail. He put it in the back of his truck after I carved it. I packed it up nice for him. Bubble wrapped it. And I sent him off. He went to, drove across the country and landed in Arizona to drop this Smokey the Bear for his, to put on his sister's porch. You know, brother to sister, sibling to sibling. You know, he this gesture, tremendous gesture, 
and it made me a good payday, and I made some beautiful art, made somebody happy. He dropped off this this the, the it was carved out of the smoky was carved out of his uh, an oak log that was probably seven foot tall and sixteen inches in diameter, heavy as fuck. Talking about probably a thousand pounds, fifteen hundred pounds. So he he got himself from Harbor Freight. He picked up a cherry picker, which is like an iron device with like a crane, and he used it to pull like an engine out of a car. So a heavy thing, it's got braces, it's got all these bells and whistles. For it can pump it up, it's got a hydraulic arm on it, and it's got a chain hanging from it, and a hook hanging from the chain. He bought this just to pick up this piece of wood and put it in the back of his truck to drive it to my house. And he bought a shovel that I was going to put in Smokey's hand. Fit perfectly. He gave it to me. He was like, fuck it, dude. Like, I'm never going to use this again. You want it? Maybe you can use it for your wood carvings. I said, no, I can't. Why don't you sell it? Why don't you give it to somebody else? Hold on to it. No, you you take it. I said, okay. I put it in the back of my freaking garage, and then it just collected dust for years. Three, five years, something like that. Never used it. So I pulled it out the other day, cleaned it up, said, you know what? Everybody's selling, I hear about people selling things that they don't use. So let me let me use this thing. Let me or let me let me get it on Facebook Marketplace. I go on there, I've had a dozen motherfuckers who are on there and some of them are from Costa Rica, some of them are from fucking New York City. Uh, some of them seem to be local, but this is just it's a strange thing, the, the, the interactions that I have on there. Uh, it's like people that seem that they're just like trolling you or something. They want to try to, you know, one guy asked me if I was going to pick up, you know, what are you using it for? Well, he offered me $40 for something that I'm charging, I'm asking $125 for. So, you know, if you ask me $80, I'd probably go. You know, I'd probably go to 100, and we'll settle there. And I put some cushion in there. It's gently used, but it's you know otherwise it's new. It's 200 dollars retail. You want offer me? You guy offered me 40 dollars, and I said no. He said, well, what's it? What's it used for? I think he was saying, what am I using it for at the time? Why wouldn't I take 40? And he said pick up fat chicks what to pick up fat chicks I'm like you little fuck so there's some fucking nerds out there that's insulting to a nerd these turds out there who are just they're on there trolling looking at little the junk to buy and they try to get a deal I had a guy come in today and say that he sold a motorcycle on there a dirt bike and he asked uh, 800 for it and no, it was like 500. He asked 500 for it. Got to negotiate it down to like 
350 or something. And then the guy, when he picked it up out of the, they met the guy at like a super, you know, a parking lot somewhere. And when he got the bike out of the truck and on the on the blacktop, guy's like, "How about a hundred dollars?" And <laughs> my friend, him and his son were about to pull it up and put it in the back of the truck again. They were about to load it back up in the truck because the guy was trying to scam them. So, I mean, these stories about there, people trying to get something for nothing and being disrespectful and all that stuff. I finally got a guy today, Dave. He lives maybe an hour away. He's going to come up and pick this thing up. Dave. He seems like a nice guy. He told me what he's going to use it for. Use this for my boat project. Sure, Dave. Come get this fucking thing. I'll tell you what. So, Dave, can you come up? Oh, it's too late. Dave, I'm going to leave this in my yard. I told him that my if he comes to my house, my family will probably be home. But the dog will try to kill him. If he comes to the door. So don't do that. And I said, are you legit? Because I don't really have a lot of faith in humanity after this experience. I just don't have the time to dick around with this. I'll drag this out to the curb, you know what I'm saying? And let somebody take it. Just get the fuck out of here. For a hundred bucks. So you say, yeah, 100%, I'm good. I'll come get it tomorrow. So he's going to pick it up. He's going to put my money under the fucking whatever. And if he doesn't... You know what, Dave? I appreciate it. I'll I'll probably try to fucking kill you. Ooh, they got a slide in their pool now. That's beautiful. Um, what's going on here? Here comes Mandy. Pulling out the trash. Oh my god. What's going on here? Oh, she's gonna have a conversation with somebody now, pulling somebody in the fucking basket. Get out of here. There we go. Crazy world. Anyway, so this guy. So it's pretty interesting. Pretty fucking interesting. Sorry, just throw my my train of thought because I got pulled into the yard and there's my wife pulling the trash out to the curb. Tomorrow's trash day. So anyway, this thing with Dave seems to be legit. He's going to come pick up this fucking cherry picker. Meanwhile, our HVAC is out in the house, like I told you. So I got repairmen hopefully coming tomorrow or Friday to unfuck this situation. Dave's going to be coming to take this fucking crane and put it in the back of his truck. He better give me my money or he's dead. Just on principle. Because they're trying to put points on the board for fucking good guys, right? Am I right? And gals. 
but there's never a dull moment. You gotta fucking drive through this shit. You know, talk to people all day long at the office, online, social media, text messages. People all got problems. Everybody's got problems. We need to help each other. We need to be there for each other. We need to try to provide solutions to these problems because most of them are small. I don't give a fuck. They can, if it's a thousand dollar bill for my air conditioning, get my air conditioning on or put a fucking gigantic window unit in every window. And it's going to be like an ice cube in there. Just on principle, I don't give a fuck. All right. Love and respect, my friends. Do good things. Huh!